Welcome to From the Field to the Fans podcast. I'm your host, Paul Livingood, and joining me, uh, assistant sports editor, Autumn Anderson. She's the beat writer for women's basketball. This podcast is essentially about the Sunbelt Conference Tournament uh, for the ladies, and it starts today. Um, the ladies actually play here in about like 20 minutes, so we got to get this up and going. Uh, but without further ado, Autumn, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's it's a gloomy weather day like you were talking about just a little bit earlier. Yeah. But um, looking at the women's season so far, it, uh, it just ended last Saturday uh, against South Alabama. They lost 56-70, to and that's the last of a six-game losing streak um, for the Bobcats. They've lost to South Alabama, Troy, UT Arlington, uh, Arkansas Little Rock, Arkansas State, and UL Lafayette. That's the six games, and their last win comes against UL Monroe back in February 18th. So it's been a while. It's been, it's been a while since the Bobcats have been on the winning side of things. Um, but um, from what I understand, you think that um, they're going to turn it around and they're going to get a first-round upset against Arkansas Little Rock. It's the yeah. seven seed versus the two seed. I definitely think so. I mean, they beat them by 10 points back in, I don't know what month that was. It was I want to say it was, in, it was in January. Yeah. And when they played Arkansas Little Rock at home. Yeah, and Little Rock won last year the championship, so I feel like if they can win against them at least once, they can do it again. Okay, that's that's a fair statement. Um, like she said, um, the game on January 21st, uh, Texas State beat Arkansas Little Rock 67 to 57 in San Marcos and Strahan Coliseum. However, when they traveled to Arkansas Little Rock, they lost uh, 45 to 57. So they split the series. Um, in terms of what you're looking for from this game, what do you what are you looking at in terms of? Well, I definitely think since it's a neutral court, I feel like it's going to be um, a tough game on both ends because they're both going to be going pretty hard since they're one and one. I just feel like the seniors are definitely going to step up because this is their last chance at actually winning. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely going to be a factor. Yeah, I mean, last season they had a very loaded squad. Um, it seemed like they could go real deep into their into their bench, and that was the strongest facet of their of their game uh, for the Trojans was the fact that they were so deep. Um, but they lost some some seniors, and so that's uh, why they took a little bit of a step back uh, last year. They were the number one overall seed, and Arkansas State, I, I believe, was number two. Yeah. And this year it switched. But I mean, Andrea Gamble's having a great year, so I mean that explains why Arkansas State's number one. Um, but looking into this first round game, what do you see as a strength for Texas State um, that they can look to utilize against the Trojans? Um, definitely defense probably and getting on those boards. Erica May is definitely going to go off in this game, I feel like. Her and Gwynia Apari have been big influences in the last like couple games, and it's really shown. And I feel like we're going to see them do like big things for the Bobcats. Like you said, Erica May, she is rebounding uh, near, essentially seven rebounds a game, which is eighth in, uh, in the Sun Belt Conference. Um, she's the leading rebounder for the Bobcats. And um, I covered this team last year, and it, even, even last year the narrative was that they were undersized, and so they never really – 
uh, won the rebound battle um, most times. Um, and, and then when this – with the preseason injury to uh, Aaron Peoples, which is – I would. It's easy to say she's probably their best player, uh, head and shoulders. But um, losing someone like that, um, and she had some size, made it to where um, the Texas State lost lost some of its size on the, on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Aaron Peoples doesn't play um, a forward or center position, she's a guard, but she's a very big guard. She's six foot tall. And so losing that size in the backcourt really hurt them, uh, in terms of their rebounding game. And when I did cover them, uh, this season so far, uh, that's one thing that coaches, he always talked about was she, that size is always going to be not on their side. So yeah. they had to find ways to get rebounds and just be scrappy. So um, playing de- – and then obviously another thing she always preaches is playing defense. Uh, mm-hmm. So going back to your point on that, that's going to be very important, especially with a team like Little Rock that uh, can score. I want to say what, – what's their stats? So, I mean, they're, they're not a very good scoring team in terms of scoring per game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're eighth in the conference with 59 points a game. Um, but like Texas State – they're going to look to go to their defense. Little Rock uh, is first in the Sun Belt, only allowing their opponents 55.1 points per game. So even though they don't score a lot, they don't let their opponents score a lot either. So that's going to be a big thing. And then with um, Texas State, they like to shoot the three a lot. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, you either you're the making them or you're not. So um, you have Caitlin Waller that can make threes. You got Raven Burns. You got Tasha, Tasha Levitt and all these uh, all these guards that can shoot it from downtown. But it's just a matter or not if it's going to go in. And so you live by the three, you die by the three. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, what do you see as a weakness for the Bobcats? What do you think something that they have to try to cover up? Um, at the beginning of the season, it was definitely like offensive rebounds. They never really crashed the boards. Like it was never really noticeable, mm-hmm. and it was a big difference like between offensive and defensive rebounds. But weaknesses right now, I'd say just like letting teams take control. Like first quarter, they'll just let them have it, and they won't come back. That's definitely something that's been happening all season. Is they just let teams come back. Like even if Texas State is leading, like for the first three quarters, fourth mm-hmm. quarter comes, and it seems like they just don't try as harder as hard so the team just and they let ends off the up. gas or something yeah exactly okay um I, I i definitely from watching the live stats uh that you were doing like in these past few games it just seemed to be a very common thing that they got down early and so that is very it's very hard to come back mm-hmm. um in division one college basketball when you give up a big lead in the, uh, early in the game so i mean i'm sure that attributes to their six game losing streak and i mean they lost they lost six in a row but then they've also lost that's one two one two three four five so that's another six so they've lost 10 of their last 12 so that's, crazy. that's not that's not a very a very good recipe for success however um I think that I mean it's just one game, so I mean they they can pull it out and they could get an upset. Uh, I think what would it, it would take for Texas State to beat Little Rock is that they'd have to be making their three pointers. Mm-hmm, um, so if they can do that, um, I think that they can hang with that team. They've sh- they've proven that they can beat them. They did it at home. Um, they lost on the road, so who knows what happens on a neutral court. Um, well, what you would like to say that it's an even playing field, but yeah. You never know. 
I also think it's like vengeance kind of because last year Little Rock beat Texas State in the second round by like 20-something yeah. points. Yeah, so I they feel like destroyed they, they're hungry them. for that win finally. I, I remember watching that game on ESPN3. Like uh, both men's and women's uh, Sunbelt Conference Tournament is going to be aired on ESPN3 if, for yeah. those of you that don't know. But like it was last year, I watched that game and it was it, there was no point in, like, in the entire game where I thought – the Texas State even had a chance of winning. Mm -hmm. They just completely dominated. But it's, they're both new teams this year, so it could it, it could be a different outcome. Um, so with that being said, can we get a prediction from you? What it seems like you're pretty confident that Texas State can pull off an upset. Yeah. Which would be the first because I checked the scores before we came, and the the two games that have already been played so far were both won by the favorites. Uh, Arkansas State beat the number eight seed, and then I want to say Troy they were the number four and they beat whoever they were playing. I forget who it was. Mm -hmm. So there hasn't been a first-round upset yet, but this it, if your prediction comes true, then it would be the first uh, first-round first the first first-round upset of the tournament so far this season. I do I do predict that Texas City is going to win, but I feel like it's going to be a hard win. Like, they're definitely going to have to, like, really try, and it's probably going to come down to, like, the fourth quarter of the game is going to definitely. Are you, is it, you think it's going to be close? Yeah, I think it's going to be really close. What point, Marty? Like less than five, or like yeah. less than ten? Like less than seven. Less than seven. Yeah, that's solid. So I mean, that at it, with that point margin, late in the game, it, it's definitely possible that the team could, like, the could that the team could come back. Mm -hmm. um, but okay, um, I am going to take my prediction and actually disagree with you. I think they're going to take a first round early exit. I'm sorry, Coach Z. Don't hate me, <laughs> um, but. I think losing six games in a row heading into a tournament is never a good thing. I think it plays with your psyche. Um, you think that it's going to do the opposite effect and make them want to try even harder. Um, but we'll see at 5 o'clock. So, I mean, that's in T-minus eight minutes and counting. You want to put so, some cash? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, do you want to bet money on it? No, oh, no, no. <laughs> you're not very confident in your pick there. Um, but so you think they're going to win. I think they're going to lose. Uh with them moving on in your scenario, where how far do you think they get in the tournament? Do you think they get to the second round, third round, they win it all? I think it depends on who they play in the second round. Well, that's true. Okay, so they'll play – I don't have the standings with me. But they're going to play the winner of the last game, which is the sixth seed and the three seed. And I want to say it's uh, Louisiana Lafayette and whoever they're playing. So it would probably be Lafayette if I had to guess. Um, oh, really? Yeah. That would so, be a tough game. Yeah, and, I'm pretty, and they also split the series with Lafayette. Um, but it's actually weird that – Texas State won in Lafayette but lost at home so yeah it's the opposite with the game that they have right now but um so do you, it, I, I guess it does technically it matters who they play um so that wasn't fair of me to ask you that <laughs> but um so Autumn predicts that they're going to make it to the second round I think they're going to come home pretty pretty early um any final thoughts you got any tests coming up that you gotta study for yeah yeah what do you got what do you got going on um, I have a speech paper and a test on Friday, and then a test right after spring break. And then My not to mention great. your your work, your, oh, yeah. your articles. To My articles write. too. True. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. I feel like we should bet something on it. What? To make it interesting. Bet, bet on our predictions. What do you want to bet? Um, not money, cause that's too boring. Like a candy bar. Like a pizza. A pizza? Like a from pizza. where? 
From Pi Society. From Pi Society? <laughs> yeah. At the next staff meeting? Yeah. Okay, so I bet you a pizza that, okay, if, if they win, then I owe you pizza, but if they lose, you owe me pizza. Okay. All right, sounds cool. good. Well, there is lots of stakes on the line here for this game. <laughs> um, that's all we have for you today. Uh, so for Autumn Anderson, I am Paul Livingood. See you next week. Later.